you're traveling to another radio show, a broadcast not only of sight and sound, but of mind, mind, a journey into the wondrous land whose boundaries are that of the imagination, imagination. that's the on-air sign up ahead. Your next stop, Afro Nerd Radio, with your guides, Dee Bird, Captain Kirk, and on Grindhouse Saturdays, the uncanny Daryl D. And introducing West Coast correspondent, Miss Claire Linnae. Mind expansion engaged. Anybody? Raise your hand. No one? He was a vicious slave owner in the West Indies. The slave masters in the colony of Virginia were having trouble controlling their slaves, so they sent for Mr. Lynch to teach them his methods. The word lynching came from his last name. His methods were very simple, but they were diabolical. Keep the slave physically strong, but psychologically weak and dependent on the slave master. Keep the body Take the mind. I and every other professor on this campus are here to help you to find, take back, and keep your righteous mind. Because obviously you have lost it. Folks, let's just call that a remix. <laughs> I'm not even going to explain it. It's blog talk. Folks, not only is it blog talk, but it's also the midweek in review edition of AfroNerd featuring Captain Kirk, yours truly, D-Bird, a.k.a. the AfroNerd, and, of course, the uncanny Daryl B., normally on the grindhouse, but we're fortunate enough to have him for the midweek in review. You know the drill, most certainly by now. The call-in number, feel free to use it. By the way, if you are going to use it, Make sure that you, that you actually press 1 on your phone. Press 1. It's like a virtual hand raise. That way we know that you actually want to join in on the conversation. The call-in number is 646-915-9620. Pardon me. I almost forgot my own damn number. 646-915-9620. All right. Uh, people, we have a lot to discuss. We have two hours or a little bit less than two hours. Uh, a lot to get into, a lot to discuss. 
So what I'm going to do, you know, a chief cog in the spacely sprocket machinery deals with urban alternative music, black rock and roll, psychedelic soul, all that jazz and jazz. So I'm going to actually give you uh, like a minute and a half, two minutes of a a rehearsal by His Royal Badness. I mean, at this point, some of the stuff that is essentially history, it's just history. This is Prince doing his version of More Bounce to the Ounce. I kid you not. More Bounce to the Ounce, uh, Roger Troutman of Zap. It's always funky, folks, always funky. About two minutes. We'll be right back. Let's groove. Once again, the late Prince Rogers Nelson channeling another funkster, another late funkster, Roger Troutman of Zap, more bounced to the ounce, ultimate funk, ultimate groove, definitely the master of the vamp. Anyway, people, let's just get into this. Captain, you're needed on Rigel 25.5 to the next power. Let's get to it, sir. Space, the final frontier. 
These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. Its five-year mission, to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before. gentlemen uh last but not least the gentleman with the eidetic memory knows all that there is to know about comic books comic book history sports sports history i kid you not he is the uncanny daryl b two things before we begin one since the oscars didn't do it i'll do it in memoriam adam west and David Ogden Stiers, two popular actors that they chose not to put on their thing. And two, get well wishes and prayers to Ruthie Ann Miles. Pregnant uh, Broadway star, notably for The King and I, she, was the, she lost a child and has another one critically injured in that car car uh that 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 uh car hitting pedestrian incident that happened in Brooklyn, New York yesterday. So, a very talented lady. I hope the best for hers and prayers out to her. Let's get it started. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that, mentioned that Daryl. I didn't know she was a person of note, but I, I do know that um it was a very grisly and tragic accident that just did not have to happen with this woman uh purportedly the driver that I think uh, she herself had some health issues and a lot of forewarnings that this woman should not be on the road. And, yeah, uh, and, you know, go ahead, and, Darryl. And, and, and sorry. And here's the thing: I saw the I saw the accident on the news as I was heading out to work yesterday. I saw it, but it wasn't until I saw Jake Choi put uh, put out a tweet about it when I got home from work that I went. No, it wasn't Ruthie at the end, Miles, was it? Because uh, I'm not a Broadway dude, but my sister got me to, to, to check out King and I. And she 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 was awesome, you know? So I, 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 that's one where it just gets you in the feels right there. So let's get started. All right. Um, you listen, there's a lot to get into, but I think – we should discuss. I see that Sergio Mims wants to wants to chime in. We'll bring him in shortly. Um, I'm sure you have some things to say about uh, a wrinkle in time. I, I don't want to discuss a wrinkle in time. I mean, he knows this. I don't want to give any. I mean, he's not going to give any spoilers. But uh, I think it's gotten some mixed reviews thus far. But I still feel, in a certain way, well, maybe we can talk about it a little bit because I want to go back. Believe it or not. I feel like we're going, to, we're going to have to get into Black Panther again, and then we're going to shut it down. I know I said this last week, but this thing just just not just does not appear to want to go away, as far as the internal conversations among Black people. Uh, I am amazed that I think one could even argue that it, there may be more discussions coming out of Black Panther than Roots. So I mean that that might be an argument that could, that might be something that could be debated, but I, I see that. Uh, again, Daryl, myself, the captain, many of our listeners, we live in this world where we, where we discuss comic books and pop culture and blurred them and nerds of color, all that, all that stuff we discuss ad nauseum. 
And now I'm seeing so many folks that normally would not really be about this life going into, uh, you know, catchphrases. They're making references to Wakanda, everything that they can tie to that movie. And again, and again this is a Marvel comic book adaptation. And I'm seeing very serious people that can't help themselves but make connections to Wakanda with their da- daily life. And I had, I had said this, not to toot my horn, and Daryl had said this, that if it was able to come out pretty much, pretty much the way that that comic book has to be interpreted, we can, we can discuss the accuracy. But if it's pretty close to the cuff as far as the source material, it's highly likely that this would happen. And that's exactly what's going on. So there's a lot of positive positives that have come out from Black Panther, I think, culturally. But there's a lot of negatives and negative interpretations by, by people of color that feel a certain way about Black Panther. And I still think, for the amount of shows that we've devoted to Black Panther, I still think there's some stuff that we still really haven't gotten into. So anyway, this time, uh, this week, we have A Wrinkle in Time, Ava, Ava DuVernay. And there, there is a synergy afoot, people. There is a synergy afoot because one of the first names that was connected to the Black Panther Project early on that yours truly received a little bit of backlash for, not about her, her uh, skill set, really, but I, I felt a certain way about how this movie had to be interpreted. And Ms. DuVernay was one of the first directors that was tapped, or at least was brought in by Marvel Studios and Disney to discuss this project. Um, so now, because of the synergy, you know, her, that's her homeboy also. I mean, that's, that's her compatriot, Ryan Coogler. He has, he has um, undoubtedly, you know, just extremely successful now. I mean, he's been, he has been successful for a minute, but this is like a certain, certain trajectory. There's even Oscar talk for Black Panther, that, that, that Disney is already going behind the scenes and some of the behind-the-scenes machinations to consider Black Panther for the 2019 Academy Awards event, uh, they are, they're submitting it for consideration. So that's interesting. I, I hope... I hope we actually see that. So anyway, um, Ava DuVernay, her films come out. It's a majority-minority cast, black, brown, and white. Um, but for the most part, the, the you know this was meant to have been. There's been other iterations of A Wrinkle in Time. This is the first time out that you're essentially a minority cast. So um, I wanted to do well. I'm going to see it in spite of what... I'm hearing. I'm just going. I, I'm kind of caught up. Even even the Afro nerd can be tribal. So let me bring in uh, Sergio, and then we'll, we will go around the horn, and then we're going to double back on Black Panther from a different perspective again, and then we're going to shut it down. Maybe we might hear from Claire A if she feels like it. We're like so many weeks out, but I, I think she hasn't really given her formal opinion on the movie because she's been out for a few few shows. All right, anyway, Sergio Mims, Chi Town's favorite. Yeah, hey. Formerly of Shadow uh, and Just Ash. for the record, just for the record, Black Panther as of today has done nine hundred and twenty one million um worldwide. Wow. Um Japanese numbers are not in. Interesting. 
So that's so let's say it's a higher number. Total Russian numbers also are not in, though I know that over the weekend it did about 13 million. But those numbers are also not included. So if you include Russia and if you can if you include Japan, conceivably right now it's 950 million, which means that by this Friday, Saturday is a billion. Once again, without China. The, China yeah, the it China... opens this Friday. China, it, China doesn't hurt, but I, I mean it would add to the it would add to the to the to the box office. But this film has technically by Friday, this Saturday, will have done a billion dollars. What's the likelihood of China negating this film, considering that that you know we're led to assume that they are invested in the Marvel story? I mean, all these movies are interconnected, Sergio. So. It, wouldn't it be a little suspicious? I mean, we know the feelings that should, that, that um, some Chinese. I mean, again, China is huge, but yeah. uh, we're led to believe that some sections, some factions in China, uh, are not are not welcoming of darker skinned folk. Well, so, okay, there have well, been several well, articles. On, I tweeted sir, one sir, to sir, you. Sir, uh, sir, hold on. Let me finish my point. I, oh. I, I know we have the conversation, but I, I got to leave this in because people listen to the show after you. So what I'm saying is we know how they feel, but we also, I'm, we're led to believe that they've been contributing to, to the Marvel, per, Marvel purse for 10 years. So, so wouldn't it be awkward for them to kind of break uh, their commitment to being kind of involved in the Marvel story? All these stories are actually interconnected. So they're going to just skip over Black Panther and straight to Infinity War? What, do you, what are your thoughts well, about he- that? Well, no, I mean, the, the, the logic is that it's, it's unreasonable to think that all of a sudden they're going to turn their backs on this movie, considering how important and how, how important the China boxes has, has been for Marvel and how popular those movies have been in China. So it's very unlikely that all of a sudden they're going to turn their backs on Black Panther because the lead character is black. You know, there have been articles this week. I treated you one. There was another... In, from Hollywood Reporter, there was another one in Forbes. A lot of people, including myself, I wrote about this in Shadow and Act. We have been talking about this. I wrote about this a year ago, in April of last year. What would be the effect on China in Black Panther? Part of it is moot because it doesn't matter. It's still, as I told you right now, you heard the numbers, it's a hit. Um, um, China is no matter what it does in China, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't hurt the movie at all because the movie has made so much money. Um, but everything logically says that yeah, it will do. It's going to do well in China. Will it be equal to the other Marvel films that have opened? That we don't know. We'll have to wait and see. All right. Okay, now you said you, you you had a chance to check out A Wrinkle in Time. So, what were your impressions of it without giving away? Well, okay, I mean, you know here's how this the works. thing: because a friend of mine sent me a very negative review that came up from the London Guardian today. The thing is this: this is a movie for young girls. I think it's going to be blasted by the critics because you, the way how critics think, critics like to think they're the hippest people in around, and actually they're the squarest people around, and. The review I read was from a was by a female critic who basically tone was like, Well, 
I know this is for girls, but this wouldn't have a this wouldn't have appealed to me if I was a girl. Well, yeah, when you were a girl back fifty years ago. Huh. This is a new generation. This is a new age. So um, it's, it's like that famous quote by Pauline Kael, who said years ago, "Well, I don't know who voted, who would vote for Nixon. None of my friends did." Yeah, of course. In that Park Avenue crowd she hung around with, of course nobody would vote for Nixon. So um, it's a children's movie. I don't think it's okay. I don't think it's awful, as some people I'm sure are going to say it is. I don't think it's the greatest thing either. Um, I think um, Ava DuVernay doesn't have a firm grasp on the, mater- on the material. But, you know, I, from what I understand, it was always sort of like a filmable book, even though it was made before for television. Um, I, one of the weakest links, I think, is Oprah Winfrey. She's Oprah Winfrey in the movie. Um she even has a big grand entrance. I wish, you know, she had uh, Ava had gotten like a real actress. Uh, it, Lupita Nyong'o would have been terrific in that part. I well, could I imagine her in that role. She might be busy. Or, <laughs> I think yeah, she may I be busy, or someone like, um, you know, there, there are many other black actresses who could have played that role. Oprah is simply Oprah spouting platitudes, and. And also, for some weird reason, I saw this on the IMAX screen, um, for some reason, Ava DuVernay goes for these really tight close-ups, almost suffocating close-ups. Now, it doesn't really work in the concept of the movie, because I don't know why she keeps going for these close-ups. And then to see those faces, Oprah's face on IMAX screen, it's (laughs) not the greatest, I don't know. It's, I I would have, can you just push the camera back? So I can see more of the set, you know. Um, but it's not bad. It really is not bad. Uh, as a matter of fact, I saw it with Yatasha Womack. Mm-hmm. We went to a screening together. Um, she was harsher on the movie than I was. But um, on the whole, I think it's okay. I think the audience that the movie is geared for, I think will really get into it. For everybody else, well, I'm anxious to hear your opinion after you see it. Well, you know, I I have another question. I want to I want to bring this to um to Daryl. Uh, well, do you have intentions to see this? I mean, Daryl, you see everything. Do you want to see this movie? If I saw Annihilation last week, I'm okay. definitely seeing this. And and this is this isn't made for me. But you know what? Uh, it's it's the challenge we put out there. We put out, okay, Black Panther guys, everybody going out to see Black Panther, okay, are you going to support this movie too? And I went, yeah, I'm going to support this movie too. I'm going to give it a look. I never read the book. This book wasn't aimed at me. But at the same time, you know what? Let let me go and see it. Besides, I've told people before, the way it looks, this is how I want a Dragon Ball Z movie to look. If you look at how... if you look at how the the special effects and everything has been from the trailers and stuff, this is kind of what I wanted to see: Goku and, and Vegeta and thing on the screen, popping, just popping out like that. This is how I wanted that to look. So I'm gonna give it a look. It's got me curious. You know, now, I, I, let me explain a couple of things. Both Disney and Duvernay have said they're realistic. They know this film is not gonna be approach anything near. 
Black Panther numbers. Nothing can. Well, you know, you very know. few films can. Well, maybe, you know, of course, Avengers will. But nothing can. But if the film does well, and most importantly, the, the, the overseas market, once again, the overseas market is what makes a movie a hit or a flop, not what it does domestically. I have been having debates with people over the, the possible performance of Rinko. I don't know how was it going to do here. I know they're projecting a 50 million weekend, which is not bad. That's not bad. We'll see. Um, I will say this. I'm pretty sick and tired of arguing with people who are bragging about success of Black Panther when I know a year ago they were putting it down. Well, yeah, that's hey, they have to f- try to fit it into their narrative. I uh, behind the scenes, I I I went like we're going to discuss this again because cause I I hate giving these guys time on our show, you know. Because simply put, this will be like three weeks ago talking about that dude that visited the black barber shop. You know, oh, yeah. like like really that really this, this is your take from it. You you waited like two or three weeks. For all the joy to come down, and you come with the most inane take of all time involving this movie. It's similar to I, the, I don't know. I don't know which one you're talking about. Wait, 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 wait. I'll give you one right now. The uh, the the one that certain fans <coughs> Snyder stamps have used. Oh, Black Panther owes all of his success from stealing stuff from Wonder Woman. You didn't see no, any of that rolling around Twitter. How? Oh, female warriors. Wonder Woman did it first. Oh, crossed arm salute! Wonder Woman did it first, and I'm like, you guys can go to sleep now. Just, just scoot over to the side. Go, go, go. History's passing you by. Go oh, to the wait, side. Wait, wait a minute. You mean strong women on the film? Strong women in movies? Hey, Being you know, heroes? Well, oh, 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 hey, Sergio, you know me. I'm always somewhere Twitter looking, uh, lurking around. I have it on, and I seen the, I saw that hot take, and I was just like, yeah, you guys are going to die on this hill. Good luck. Just wait until Black Twitter, oh, Black Twitter got a hold of it. Oh, you guys are dead now. Gee, strong women in movies. Gee, I guess if it got about Linda Hamilton in Terminator 2. Well, well look. Well, if it got I'm about not... Sigourney Reaver in Aliens, they forgot let's, about let's, Pam Greer. You can't wait. say that. You can't say well, that. You got to well, be in I the mention, moment. That's the problem mention, with that. I mentioned that weeks ago, uh, I don't know, months ago, and I was I was told to stand down. That no, uh, no. that that that, that uh, Wonder Woman stands alone. That there isn't kind of a pantheon. That there wasn't a progression. And also uh, that was the point of James Cameron. I mean, I hate to go back into this, but I mean, but, I mean, this whole thing about this whole thing this whole thing about ignoring like information, ignoring facts because it doesn't fit your narrative. This is like a thing generationally or, or just where we are right now because when what when when uh when cam what camera's point was was that i mean listen he may have been a little bit more about patting himself on the back because i mean you know specifically linda hamilton was his creation but you can't discount what he was saying i mean essentially he was trying to say listen you know you know let's not get ahead of ourselves with this this whole phenomenon with, with wonder woman because he thought that you know some of her presentation deals with a lot of sexuality and that, uh, that his Linda Hamilton, you know, that, that, 
you know, that, that, that the character that she portrayed, um, you know, it didn't exude any of that, that she was a strong woman and that she came before uh, Wonder Woman. And I even had brought up that, well, no one, no one got on top of the UN. Um, uh, Wonder Woman was essentially some, a, 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 for, that, for a moment in time, she was a, a spokes character, or however you want to describe her, for the UN. And yeah, but, uh, an ambassador. But, she was like an ambassador to the UN. And then they, they cut it down. Some, at some point, they said, well, maybe she's not the best. So but, the, UN, the, the UN stopped that. And there was less controversy when the UN shut it down for the same reason that that uh, the same reason that, that the director had, had shut it down, that Cameron had uh, shut it down. Uh, okay, before we go too far down this rabbit hole, you're missing the point. You're going to go back to that old argument, and we've already butted heads on that argument. Wait, 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 all I'm saying is the UN took away uh, th- th- that character as its own kind of ambassador, ambassador for whatever it was. I don't remember what it was. They took it, they took it down but because of the sexuality thing. No one said anything. Cameron said the same thing. He caught all that heat. Why? Okay. You, you're done? Because you and Sergio took it to a place that's totally away where I was taking this. All right, you guys went down this story. That's fine. Who was the major guys against the Wonder Woman movie? It was the Snyder stance. Now they're using that movie to say, oh, well, Black Panther, oh, look at that. They copied all of this. You guys are enjoying a whack movie. That's what I was trying to say. You guys went into old business. I was saying this just proves how much these hardcore, we want the Snyder cut, white male freaking stuck in the mud idiots are going to go to debase Black Panther. They go to a movie that they hated, that they threw in the face of female fans when it came out to try to take down Black Panther. That's where I was going. You guys went back to all of that. I'm going to this right here, where, where they, that, that section just showed how much of a hypocrite or how hypocritical their side of the argument is. Because they know they're not winning with black fans. They know they're not winning with fans of color. And instead of, oh, let us improve our own product, no, we're going to say that the product that's showing, oh, this can be successful if tried. No, we're going to attack it in this way and say, oh, they copied all of these elements from Wonder Woman. There you go. Let me just say one thing. Did you like Annihilation? Hold on, Let me interject Let the captain say his piece. Look, as MC Hammer would say, and a lot of people would say that MC Hammer was whack, but he sold a lot of records, right? We see a lot of that going on today with some of these rappers. He said, if you're not getting this, you're not really doing it. The point being is, and don't get me wrong, Hammer was whack, but he made a couple of good records. You know, uh, can't t- don't touch this or whatever. You know, that was a pretty good record. But back to the point. <clears throat> Regardless of when you're doing it at a high level, someone's going to say things about you. Some of this stuff is worth talking about, and some of this stuff is not worth talking about. The hater aspect is going to be there when you do it at a high level. Obama had a lot of people hating on him. Now look who's in the White House. Elon Musk 
has people hating on him. Neil deGrasse Tyson has a whole legion of people hating on him. You understand? That's just the nature of this business. You're not doing it unless you don't have a few haters, man. And most of the hate is worthless. One or two of these things, a couple of these things is worth talking about. They make legitimate points and stuff of that nature. But most of the time, there's nothing. And just back over to you, Afrobert. All right, Sergio, um, you wanted to say, th- say Let me something. just say real fast. You know, talk about uh, influences. Uh, Daryl, you like an, uh, Annihilation? I thought it was okay. It, okay. It, it, Have you ever seen not Prophecy? not groundbreaking, but okay. Have you seen Prophecy? Yes. John Frankenheimer's Prophecy? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the movie. I swear to God, I thought Annihilation. I kept laughing through it because That's I keep true. thinking That's of true. the mutant bear in Prophecy, and especially that scene with the chick in the sleeping bag. Yes. Yes, I, and that's one of the things that brought Annihilation down for me because I felt like I saw the movie before. Thank you for bringing a prophecy because it was prophecy with a bigger budget, okay? But at the same time, as you say that, I will also say that for everybody thinking that, oh, this is groundbreaking for Annihilation and all of that, I will still say I like The Descent better. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I absolutely agree with you. Absolutely. The descent. It's the descent. Exactly. Well, let, let me go back there a little we go. bit. Uh, let me go back a little bit with um, this being another. Let's go back to Wrinkle in Time. The fact that it's another Disney property right after a, a highly successful Disney property and the fact that we, for all intents and purposes, it's another kind of black fantasy uh, property. How much, how much backwash do you think a Wrinkle in Time will get? based on Black Panther's popularity. Is there any chance that it could be a segue point where, uh, if anything, black moviegoers feel compelled to support A Wrinkle in Time based on what has happened with Black Panther? Is there kind of a, is there kind of a, a, a movement afoot? I, I, well, I, I would think black parents should. Like, uh, yo, the, uh, the, the well, regular black dude on the street... Not Won't should, be. but I'm saying the the highly likeliness that that there's actually uh, a movement. That's not how it works, though. That, that, I, you know, what I mean, like like are we are we in motion to doing it? Not like what, the, not that we should, because I think we I'll should. I'll say fifty five percent. You know, I can't. Me, you know, me, I don't. I? I hope so. I mean, I hope so. Um, you know, I I can never predict. You know, I'm not the best person when it comes to box office predictions but you know when i'm right i'm right and as i as i mentioned before last april of 2017 i wrote this article that's when black panther was just about to begin production and i said and and, and this film is going to be a worldwide bonanza and the reason I based that was on the, the the demand for this movie, the enthusiasm, also previous box office performance of other movies. And I just I do this every week. I analyze these numbers, and I said there's no way Black Panther is going to lose. All right, well, listen, and people well, listen, were putting me down. Well, listen, it's not really I, about Black Panther. Yeah, it's people not really were about saying. Bl- people, no, no, no. It's that's why really... I'm getting to the point. I'm getting to the point. Okay. I'm getting right, to the point. Ahead. 
People were putting me down, you know, saying that this film's going to flop. Nobody wants to see it. This is a black movie. Ryan Coogler has only done two movies. He's the wrong person. He, we're, now again with Wrinkle in Time. I'm hearing the same thing. Nobody wants to see it. Nobody wants to go see that. Oh, uh, we can't do this. And, you know, we always, why are we still convinced that we're worthless? Well, well, listen, I think that's a separate story. Right now, my concern is not even that it has to, I don't even think it has to do Black Panther numbers. I don't think every movie I, was, I said I, that. I, it's not going well, to. Well, it's well, not no, going well, to. No, no, let me finish my point. What I'm saying is I don't think every movie has to do Black Panther numbers because that would be absurd. What we're asking for is can it be successful? In other words, this movie uh, allegedly cost $100 million. Let's put in another 100 potentially for marketing. If the movie makes 350 425 $500 million, it's a successful movie. So right. that, I, just, I don't think that the, the, the billion-dollar thing has to really be at play. My concern is because black folks and others, especially black people, were highly vocal about the importance of, 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 of diversity, the importance of, of an image that's not the same old tired tropes, that this is, whatever we may think about A Wrinkle in Time, it is uh, Alice in Wonderland for black people, for all intents and purposes. Just like, I, uh, just, like this, just like Black Panther is Black Star Wars, this is Black Alice in Wonderland. So if that's the case, black folks are going to have to follow this through. That's my point. Will can they I, follow through? Can I interject something? I, I, we'll see. Something? I, let, I let can't interject. predict. We'll let see. Me interject. Let me interject. The standard rule when it comes to movies, books, and things of that nature, you support what you like. That's a standard rule. You just don't support necessarily the support. If you look at a blockbuster when it comes out, what makes a blockbuster? You get people who all they normally go to the theater for is uh, maybe a melodrama, uh, a horror movie, a love story, sci-fi. You're pulling people from all different places, hence escape movies. That's what happens in the blockbuster. There's not no one type of person that goes to the blockbuster, goes to see a blockbuster. So that's what happens with a blockbuster. Same thing happened with Black Panther. It's a Marvel property. You have people coming. Look how many people that never... Read a comic book, went to see this movie. I know quite a lot of them were hitting me. What, what, what about this movie? I say, you don't watch these type of movies. No, 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 but, but I want to go see. So you had a lot of that with Black Panther. So when you see Wrinkle in Time, you got to ask yourself, does it have the appeal to the masses of people? Are people? Do you think people are going to like this? Not just because it's black, you're going to come out and support it. Yes, that, look how much black stuff out there that's black that we don't support. You know, there's music, there's books, there's shows, there's everything else. So, so, you you know, I, I don't really see that point. You know, let, let me go. I see, me what, go. I see what you're trying to get to from that standpoint. Are we going to come out with these very type of black movies and just uh, can we go ahead and support it? Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense to a certain extent, but that's not what people normally do. It has to have a certain appeal. It has a limited appeal. Hold on, hold on, sir. Hold on, sir. I got a call here. Let's go to 917. 917, welcome to the midweek. Tell us who you are, where, where you're calling from. 917. Hey, it's Earl again, calling from uh, Westchester. Hey, How yes, you doing, man? man. What's up? What's up? Uh, listen, How are you? to me, the proof that Disney didn't, didn't take, uh, didn't anticipate the success 
of Black Panther is where's the merchandise? I went to get look for dolls. I'm looking for dolls and stuff for my kids. There's no merchandise. So if they had, if they were really it's thinking that this out. thing was going to take off, they would have had merchandise. And they're so far behind on the toys, the, the, the you know, all the merchandise, the pillow sets, all the stuff that I'd love to get for my daughter. It's not there. Well, I'll tell you, the store I work at sold out. Well, yeah, uh, sold we, out. We, we, we had it. We had it from the end of Christmas on. No one was touching it until I want to say – Mid-January. Mid-January, that's when the rush started. The rush started and started buying. The week before the premiere, we had a couple of trucks come in with merchandise, and they all sold out. Why? Because we were the only store in our chain to be constantly restocking it. And then they decided to stop uh, sending it over. And as of last week, I know there's at least 100, 150 people on back order for the stuff like the large Black Panther pillows, the Killmonger figure, the the, the Chachala figure, the build a ca- uh, character figures that came out as a set, the 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 Dora Mihai, uh, uh Black Panther combined character set. That's, yeah, d- d- okay, sorry, I keep on getting it wrong. No problem. If we go like that, that combined set gone. They're, they're all waiting for it. So, yes, they did merchandise, they, but it, it goes back to a thing I was talking about with AfroNerd, and we got into it hot and heavy here. Here's the difference, okay? Black Panther, just around the movie. Spider-Man, that's a year-round keep-on-sending thing. That's why that's this true. is popular for right now. But as you can see, as the caller just said, you can't find the, the merchandise anywhere. They would never let Spider-Man merchandise run out, but they've let the Black That's Panther true. merchandise run out. Because they didn't think it was, just as the caller said, they didn't think it was going to be that big. <laughs> so you don't move that no, they, it, no, because they had to think it's too big. You don't spend $200 million on a movie thinking it's not going to be a hit. If it was, I wouldn't spend that not kind of money. Movie. Not the movie from the merch standpoint, Sergio. Huh. Well, I mean, listen, the only thing about that is that the merchandising is part of the marketing. So, I, I, listen, I don't know what happened there. I, I know that I started to see quite a bit of, of T-shirts, and, I mean, you know, for those who are in the know, I, I was constantly I – was, I was personally amazed at what I was seeing as far as Black Panther merch. Uh, and uh, I even mentioned that uh, the captain's predecessor, Iron Man, who has children, he had said that he had recently purchased – I think some bed sheets for for his son. So it's not that these products aren't there. Now we can discuss. Maybe there's not enough product out there. Maybe maybe they didn't expect this movie to be as big as it as it is. But hey, okay, now we're here. We, we are where we are. So let's kind of segue into this thing, and then we're gonna we're gonna have to shut it down because you know this, this Black Panther thing is. Uh, we, we just keep on talking and talking about it, but you're gonna I have be to back at it Sunday after that. Well, exactly. Sunday. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> if that number got big in China, you'll be back here Sunday. Because <laughs> okay. you know this well, Sunday, you want to know about the China numbers. You know yeah, that. <laughs> and then, and then we're going to, we, if if Claire comes in, we want to, you know, she'll give her her rundown also. So let's kind of get, let's kind of circle back on this Black Panther thing. And the only reason why I'm bringing it up this time, and I'm pretty sure that um, 
that Sergio can appreciate this, is that there's just a lot of black naysayers on this thing with these really out there and maybe not so out there viewpoints. Matter of fact, Earl brought up a critique uh, that these some of these naysayers brought up saying, well, they didn't take it seriously because the merchandising wasn't in full effect. So that's one thing that's, put, that's been put out there as a reason for why we shouldn't be behind, you know, some are saying black folks really should not be, you know, so, so into the Black Panther because they didn't really take you seriously or else we would have had the merchandise ready and up and running. So that's one argument. The other argument is from Yvette Carnell. Now, I've mentioned Yvette Carnell numerous times on the show. She's a YouTuber, Howard graduate, um, very, very, very progressive, um, uh, uh, I don't want to use the term hotep, but some folks would probably call her that. You know, so she, her whole thing, her and her partner, uh, Antonio Moore, who is a UCLA-trained attorney, these, these two have a certain ideology. It's very... Uh, leftist, very, very progressive, black, um, uh, grievance-style ideology. So everything that – anytime something comes out, it's through that lens. So some of the complaints that they had was, one, what a lot of black people are, are saying is that, well, Black Panther as a character, the way that um, Chadwick Boseman portrayed him, is boring. He's just boring – and he's really the enemy. I mean, you have people that are very forceful now. See, there's kind of a drumbeat to this. I'm kidding you not. This, is, this has become a drumbeat because, because oh, the week of the 16th, it was, it, was, it was a faint. It was very faint that, well, Killmonger, what you heard in the beginning was, well, Killmonger was, uh, I can see his point of view. He, was, you know, he, wasn't, he wasn't the classic villain. Um, they think that his, his, his belief I can kind of get behind. It was a little softer, dulcet tone to him. Three weeks in, oh, forget Black Panther. Killmonger is that dude. I'm on Team Killmonger. I mean, people are going there with so much force by telling you that Killmonger is the hero. They're, they're like bypassing Black Panther, and, they, and they're talking about respectability, respectability politics. I mean... This, the, the layers that Black Panther has going three and four weeks in, I am truly amazed <laughs> that you have folks now that are just completely on a different universe as to what this film, in my estimation, was about. So wh- wh- what do you think that is with these people that are coming in really saying, you know, uh, they, they were critiquing, critiquing Disney for taking black money, okay, but now they're, not, they're kind of shying away from that, and now they're saying – that, uh, you know, black folks should really be more about the Killmongers. And let me say one more other thing. Now some people are saying, even some Africans, this is how, this is how deep this thing is, gentlemen. Now they're also saying is, well, you know, really, Black Panther was, was uh, disrespectful to, to African Americans. They're saying, to, I mean, to, the, to, to, to African Americans, it didn't show oh, African Americans in, 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 in a good light. It, when it comes even Killmonger, who was part African American, and his girlfriend, that they're that they're violent, that they're true quote unquote Akata. I've used the term Akata before. That's kind of a Nigerian, a Nigerian. Um, uh, you know, it, it, it's a it's a it's a negative term for black people, meaning wild animal. It's a pejorative 
that many West Africans use against black Americans. So now they're saying that, well, Killmonger and his woman, and the way that black people were portrayed, black, black Americans were portrayed as wild animals, that, you know, uh, we're, we're, we're against respectability politics, that Black Panther re- represents respectability politics. I mean, it's getting in deep. These, you can't these have both sides of the bloody argument, all right? You can't tell me Killmonger's the true hero, and then, oh, yo, they're disrespecting us by showing how Killmonger is so violent. Mother, Killmonger is a villain for the last time, all right? Killmonger is a villain. He killed the girlfriend right there. A lot of you forgot that he killed the girlfriend. He didn't need to kill the girlfriend. You saw how proficient he was with his weapon, all right? But you know what? This goes back to speed. And everybody's now like, goes back to speed. What the, What was the question asked? Speed. What was the question asked in speed? Okay? You have a hostage. You're in a standoff. What do you do? What does Keanu say? I shoot the hostage. Everybody's like, why you shoot the hostage? You saw in this, Killmonger not only shot the hostage, he killed the hostage. Why? Claw was totally like, he actually did, bam, and then Claw got killed. He wasn't putting up with any, there was no caring in Killmonger. There was no sympathy in Killmonger. Guess what? Heroes have to have caring and sympathy. So these idiots, by backtracking, what did I say, hypocrisy before? By backtracking on your damn uh, argument that Killmonger was right by now saying that, oh, they're showing how violent African-Americans is. Oh, my God. And it's coming out of the same stupid pundit's mouth. You just made my argument for me in the beginning when we first reviewed this, when I was laughing at people who were all on the Killmonger was right, Ben, by saying, once again, for the final time, so you idiots can realize it, it's a superhero movie. That means it's a comic book movie. That means it's heroes versus villains, which means the hero was Black Panther, and the villain, the villain, for the last time, the villain was Killmonger. Back to let, me, you let, me, let me go to, um, to Q-Storm, because as soon as it started yes, getting sir. hot, he comes in. So let's, let's, I know he has a, a great deal of fondness for the film, as I do. Uh, I don't necessarily see what these other folks see, but I have to, I have to kind of diverge from where, um, where Daryl is saying, because I think it's more than a comic book movie, because you know, Ryan Coogler himself... You know, when he brought Oakland into this thing and the, and the Black Panther Party into it, because uh, tangentially he did that. Now, uh, Stan Lee and Jack Kirby were, were hard-pressed to, 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 to make sure this character had nothing to do with the Black Panther Party. But Ryan Coogler reconnected that. He made that connection. You know, historically in the, and in the, in the movie, from the beginning of the movie and at the end of the movie, he made that circular connection. And he also critiqued uh, Wakanda. I mean, some of these folks, these, 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 these black leftists who are political, they look at everything through a political lens. That they're saying that, well, you know, Wakanda was the enemy. I mean, this is how they're looking at this. I'm just telling you what they're saying. That, that the fact that Wakanda uh, had all this power and didn't share it with the other African colonized nations and then beyond that that they didn't inter- intervene 
with the enslaved Africans in, a, in the Americas, but at the same time, they use terms like colonizer, you know, uh, and that's what Killmonger was talking about. Killmonger interjected, even though we could talk about how he was, uh, uh, you know, evil and cruel towards, you know, the elderly woman in, in where, where the heart-shaped herb was, I mean, and he killed his girlfriend, that over and above that, you know, they, they've made Malcolm X comparisons. I think he's more like Che Guevara, if you want to be honest. He was not Malcolm X. He was Che Guevara. Anyway, let's go to Q Storm. Q, podcast juice and the red shirts. Hey, so um, uh, I got two things to say. My thoughts are a little jumbled. I'm a little, um, I'm getting a little, my blood, y'all got my blood sugar rushing right now. Um, see, people that say Wakanda didn't intervene, well, what was the first action sequence we saw in the Black Panther film? What was Black Panther doing with Nikoya? She went undercover to infiltrate um, a gang of people who were um, kidnapping girl. young girls. Mm-hmm. So what, what, what are you talking about? The only thing uh, Okoye said was speak nothing of this day, just to keep Wakanda insulated. But they did intervene, so I take it to mean that they do intervene when, when the cause is just. So that's out the window. Second thing is, you know, I'm, I'm a state tribal, but I got to tell you, I'm kind of sick and tired. I'll take heat for whoever hears this, even from my own crew. I'm sick and tired of our people uh, justifying any type of bad behavior by saying, oh, well, it's down for the cause, it's down on GP, it's general principle. Uh, you know, basically justifying, just because um, Killmonger says, I'm going to liberate, we're going to liberate our people. And that justifies any action that, <laughs> that any time you would normally consider to be evil. This guy yoked up an old woman. He shot his, he shot his own woman. He slit the throat of the Dora Milaje, one of the Dora Milaje, when it was not called for. And he was, he was going to kill Shuri, and he had a smile on his face. So if you think that he was a hero because he said he was going to liberate his people, I guess if you consider liberating your people so they can be uh, your uh, servants, uh, subjugative subject, to you, well, okay, if that's what you think a hero is, great. I think you really need to have your head examined. He had a just cause, but he got corrupted. And, and you know, black folks, they don't want to see that. I can, I can have my pants sag, and I can have as many tattoos as I want. I can wear my hair up. I can speak however I want, and y'all going to give me a job or this or that or I can, on my own terms. That's what this is. Yeah, he's, he's Zarek from Battlestar Galactica. He's Khan from Star Trek. He's, <laughs> you know, you, uh, you, you live so long trying to be the hero that eventually you become the villain. Yeah, and that's, in the, that's in the comic book sense, but in the real world sense, it's like as long as you, as long as you say I'm down for the cause, then that, you can use that to justify any bad behavior, and we're supposed to follow along and say, oh, he's cool, he, it's okay, he's down. <laughs> Can't it's make ridiculous. an omelet without breaking a few eggs. <laughs> well, hey, 
hey, you get all these prisoners all the time getting letters from lonely women. Oh, I'll be there for you. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's what this Killmonger was right movement is. <laughs> Well, and again, there are. I'm bringing I, this up only, only because I'm hearing a lot of these these critiques on these podcasts, and it's a never-ending thing. And I'm I'm amazed that <laughs> on some podcasts I may be repeating this, but I want the that audience can't. to understand this. I want the audience to understand this clearly. That on some <laughs> podcasts, many of them, and radio shows, uh, serious and 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 uh, and ex- hold on, let me. I'm getting some feedback. Okay, hold on. That's 917. All right. It's 917. Okay, I got it. All right. So, um, listen, what I'm saying is that there's a whole lot of people discussing Black Panther three weeks, four weeks in. And and, and overarching opinion is uh, many folks are looking at it in a positive way. You're seeing black folks uh, more emboldened than I've ever seen in a long time. It, It almost feels like at the height of of conscious hip hop at the height of of uh, of, of political hip hop, uh, I, I feel sort of kind of like that. But there's there wasn't a lot of competition for the first couple of years of uh, conscious hip hop. Um, now you know it's, it's difficult for Black Panther to stand alone when all this other stuff is going on. You know, um, the Real Housewives, uh, Paternity Court, you name it, all that stuff is is going on strong. But anyway. Uh, so you, I'm hearing my fair share of people that have a certain opinion that's very positive. They're making Wakanda references all the time. They're making Dora Milaje references all the time. That's cool. But then again, there's a, quite a few folks that have, in their eyes, deconstructed some of the stuff with this Black Panther. And I'm listening, and I, and I, I, don't, I don't like what they have to say, but I have to acknowledge it in some way. And another argument where I might concede to this, though, I might concede to it, is um, we did see that T'Challa, that, that his intelligence, you know, and my, I'm, people know that this is my bugaboo. Black men have to be seen as intelligent, that that image has to be seen. And I see a lot of sabotage when it comes to black men Anytime there's a, 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 a every, anytime there is an opportunity to display black male intelligence, something comes around to sabotage that. And it seemed as if it seemed as if in Black Panther that black male intelligence had to defer to black female empowerment. Now that I, I did see that. because I, 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 I was so OCD with it. I had to really peel my eyes to see a number of scientists in the background working with, uh, with, with Shuri. I had to see that. But she was front and center, which is cool. I think it's important for black women, and w- when we are seeing that, allegedly, uh, black women going into the STEM fields, STEAM fields, science, technology, engineering, arts, math, that I want to see. But Shuri is going to be the figurehead. But we act as if black boys aren't in trouble. I mean, this is, this is a theme. This is my problem I have with the sisters. I will say that bluntly. Even when Barack Obama came out with Save Our... What's the, what was the name of the program he came out with, with for black and brown boys? 
out of Chicago. A brother's keeper. But, yeah, brother's keeper. Brother's Keeper came out. I thought that was very important. Um, it, you know, it was integral. And as soon as that that program came out, black women said, "What about black girls?" Now, not that black girls aren't deserving of a program, but I'm saying, wow, all indexes show black women are winning. We need to focus on black boys. But as soon as the black, as soon as there's an announcement for black boys, like a focus on it. Black women are saying, okay, we, we got that, yeah, 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 yeah. What about the girls? We see black girls cold. We see all kinds of programs for black women. And, and again, in spite of those programs, in every index, black women are entering these fields. They're better educated. They are outperforming black men. And it's been going on that way for decades. But they still didn't like it when black men got the focus. I caught a little bit of, a little bit of this, and I might have mentioned this on the show. When the Oracle and myself went to the Million Man March, uh, I am very, you know, the audience knows I'm extremely close with my father. I don't have any, any issues with my father. And we say that jokingly. He even said no at the time. <laughs> no, I don't have, we don't have that. We don't have that. Um, we, he even said to me at the time, you know what, we don't have to do this. <laughs> you know, there's no reconnecting for us. We're good. But because... Uh, it, it, this is this. There's so many. This is becoming a thing. This is becoming historical. You could you could feel the fervor. It's like people have to see Black Panther. At the time, people had to go to this Million Man March. So my father, said, you know what? We got to go to this thing because you you weren't you weren't alive you, alive during the first million, first March on Washington. So this is our way for you to connect in history. So that's okay. Let's go. I want uh, my father, myself, and a friend of mine. Um, Andre, Adrian. Adrian went. His son was very young at the time, and his son, you know, he said, "No, we can't have him going because he's, he's, a, he's a baby, right?" Okay, cool. So we went to this thing, and I, re- if you remember, if you remember, Louis Farrakhan was conducting this thing, and Louis Farrakhan had said that, uh, "Listen, we got to focus on the brothers. I think the sisters fall back, you know, respectfully fall back. This is black men are going to have to do this." Black women, some black women, many, got, got in their feelings and demanded that they go to something that was meant to focus, focus on black men. And I remember at the time I said, damn. I said, damn. Uh, we're doing this for you. And they still didn't get it and still wanted to bogart that. So with the Black Panther film, I still feel that uh, and, and, and Kirk was with me twice. There's a particular scene when Daniel, uh, Daniel Kalua had to concede to uh, Okoye. Once he knelt down and, and, and conceded to her, black women cooed on that. And I said, okay, I get that, but let's not pretend that black men aren't in dire straits, that black men are in need of help as a, as a protected class. And anytime you bring that up, anytime you bring that up that black men are in trouble and are in need of, and, and are in need of dire assistance, even your black women will shut you down. That's the only okay, part I Okay, so I, you're forgetting about the end. So you're forgetting totally about the end of the movie, right? I'm not forgetting about the end. You're forgetting about the Oakland scene, right? Because this is what they'll shoot back at you. They will shoot this right back at you. Talking about intelligence, though. 
No, no, but you you just brought up all of that, okay? You you just brought up all that, and it's valid points. But uh, here's the reason, and you just laid it out, the case for black men, that's perfect, that's beautiful. That, I will tell you what they'll shoot you down with. They will shoot you down with, and at the end scene, when Shuri decides uh, with, with, with uh, T'Challa to... to Expose the the the, the, vi, uh, the vibranium craft out there on the basketball court with the black kids. That had no meaning to you whatsoever. That's, that's, you only that's focused no on on the middle scene where he uh, where where uh, uh, Daniel Kaluuya, who is in the wrong, gives up the fight to end bloodshed to his wife. He gives that fight up, bows down, realizes that yo, this is this, uh, we we have become corrupted by this one man's evil. It gives up. I can't risk any more of my men's lives. All right, and you take that as a sign of weakness. And you don't you and you don't on the other side take it as a sign of possible growth that Shuri, uh, Shuri and T'Challa do that in Oakland at the end, and it's black boys running to the space car go, ooh, ah, how can I fly one of these? Ooh, and you have the one kid asking T'Challa, but who are you? Where you come from? You don't take that as a sign of black man intelligence there, wanting to find out all they can. That's what they'll okay. shoot you back with. Well, they would be wrong. That, that's more okay. like he's in charge. They're doing all of the other stuff, but he's, at, the, at the end of the day, you have to defer to him. That's what I get from the movie, you know? At the end of the day, you still have to defer to him, Black Panther. <laughs> okay, and, and figure it out that Black Panther was the one to figure out everything. It's just he got his ass kicked by Killmonger, and he had to go in and piece it all together with his dad. You know? It, it, listen, I know you have your hang-ups here. But once you put this on air, it's on air, okay? And this is the type of stuff they use as ammunition against you. I'm just saying. Look, look, I don't think look. he's concerned about that, though. Yeah, I don't. As, as I many don't. battles as, as many battles as he's been in, <laughs> some he's, mostly he has won. A couple of maybe he is debatable. He may have lost. I don't think he cares. Okay. I like who Jay effect. I'm gonna right. bust you up anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think you really can. Okay, look. What's that? As I, da- the dance of the sugar plum Negroes. Oh, I've been okay. holding this off for quite some time. Tchaikovsky. Okay, this is for Sergio. Okay, Sergio yeah. loves this stuff. All right. I've seen my fair share of Negroes <laughs> dancing, dancing in glee. Okay, this is my remix. The Afro remix of the dance of the sugar plum Negroes. Okay, now. Let me let me break it down to you, Daryl. Hey, I want to hear more Tchaikovsky. We all do. I'll bring it back in. This is this is the deal. Yeah, I this is good. This Black, is good radio. Good. I, I love Black Panther. Okay, I love Black Panther. I thought it was a solid movie. I hope we get some accolades for from the Academy. I hope that goes down. But I but I have to be honest with myself, Daryl, that everything you said is correct. But as far as what they would say about me and my problem, I don't give a damn at this point about what some of these people are thinking with, with my opinion when I know that my opinion really can, can stand the muster. Because, that, because yes, we saw uh, some of the, the positives. We saw, uh, you know, um, uh, Black Panther, T'Challa standing upright in that, in that uh, basketball court going back to Oakland. I understand that. 
But what I'm telling you is that let's not pretend that there isn't a thing, because I see it repeated over and over and over, of black men not being perceived, black boys and black men specifically, not being perceived as, as, as problem solvers, as, use, as using their minds, as, as doing brain work. We saw Shuri, and I, and I think that's important because she's still a black, and she's a black woman. I have nothing against black women. All I'm asking is, when is it my turn? Shuri does this. You saw her, you saw her doing brain work, okay? And that's important. We understand that. I want the sisters to do brain work. I applaud Sonequa Martin-Green because when you see Sonequa Martin-Green, you have the entire mythological setup that she was raised by Vulcans. Once they threw in that, and that she, you even know that she, that she performed higher scholastically than, than, than many of the Vulcans. That's important. They said she's the smartest person on the ship. That's also important. Where do you see the black male equivalent in cinema where you see black men being able to do brain work? There was, a small, re- there was a small reference to it, a small reference to T'Challa to, to when, uh, when, when Shuri joked about his previous design. But I had, I had to really squint my eyes to see that. You and I have been reading Black Panther for decades. Black Panther, we have seen him in print stand toe-to-toe and have lengthy conversations with Reed Richards, with Tony Stark, with Hank Pym. We, we, there's references to him studying at Oxford. They, they go into his whole brain work, his whole education. We did not get that in this movie. Now, that's a problem. Now, we, by okay. the sisters, we got them, we got them being strong. We got them being problem solvers. I tell you that the culture, and, and unfortunately some black women are in collusion with the culture, they ride with black men being perceived as the brawn. In this movie, we saw Black Panther being the brawn, being physical. I want the physical to wed with the mental. Just like, I, just like we saw the great Paul Robeson. Paul Robeson did the brain work and he was also a specimen, okay? For some reason, we are not allowed to see that in modern cinema. It's always oh. cock block. I don't okay. like that. All right, and I will give you three places right now where you could see it. I'll say Runaways. I will say Arrow, even though they, they write that bad, and I'll say Black Lightning. You see it in three different places right now. We need it in more... <laughs> Okay, you're going to continue disrespecting me. I'm going to stop calling in. in. All right? No, stop, stop, stop. I'm going to Now I'm going to be real. You asked me to see it to give you responses. I'm giving you responses. All right? I'm doing but a show. But you're going to continue to disrespect me. Now, now, now I'm doing a show. This is radio. I'm I realize that. And, 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 and you want me to be real? I'm being real. You Please. want my real answer? I'm trying to Please. answer you. I gave Please. you a chance. Continue. You got Next it. Next topic. Let's go. Go ahead, Daryl. I'm going to say you... something. I'm gonna, let, me, let me put this in. Let me say something. As far as Arrow, I see that, you know, someone's deferring to someone else. And if we look at the mythos, you know, we all know who the character is. <laughs> if we look at the mythos, he's smarter than every, almost smarter than everybody else. Yeah. So they're playing but... that game there in Arrow, too. 
But, but Captain, I will say the last couple of episodes, it's like Echo finally uh, took a look at Mr. Terrific books and went, yo, you guys have played me demure for too long. Let me start doing okay. some tech advances. And the last couple of ep- episodes of Arrow, we've seen that character turn around. And it's finally getting okay. close to Mr. Terrific. Not the Mr. Terrific from the book, because they got a long way to go with that. All right? But I will say this. I will say this. If they have Black Panther be that strong through that movie, then the supporting cast does not get a chance to shine like it did. And the strength of Black Panther is the whole cast shined. That you, you can't That's have true. it both ways. It can't be a strong singular you. character. And if the singular character is that strong, then he doesn't need the supporting cast to shine through the way they did. So oftentimes in these superhero shows, you get the strong singular character or the strong villain at the at the expense of the supporting cast. If Chadwick Bosman is is I I gotta be Tony Stark, I gotta be like Robert Downey Jr. I gotta have this whole thing about me. Think about Iron Man. You got Iron Man. To a little bit, you got Happy Hogan, and the rest of the people in there are stereotypes. You can't say that about yeah. Black Panther, can you? Now you may continue. Let me see where you go. The politics within the movie, you got to try to make it good for everybody. <laughs> the, movie is called, with that. The, the movie is called Black Panther. And I, I, listen, I'm not, I, I'm not going to like allow for there to be excuses to be made where everything... Everyone gets to shine. We all this thing. I understand. Everybody has to. Everybody has to play nice. Everybody has to shine. Everybody has to be a participant. Fine. Why does black male intelligence have to take a back, a step backwards? That's all I'm saying. Why can't that be included? Why? What? What? May, that's arbitrary. What you're saying is arbitrary. Well, we have to do all these things, but we just so happen. It just coincidentally, we just can't show an intelligent black man. We can't show his brain work. So now you're saying with that. Dumb? Come on, man. He was not but, but, dumb in this, dude. But listen, you, you, listen I love the film, Daryl, but we got to be honest that when we – we, we've been reading the combo for years. We didn't see that character. Well, remember – Hopefully – Okay, go ahead. Hopefully, finish, finish, finish. Hopefully, finish. Hopefully, during, hopefully during the sequel we will see that. I don't, I don't even mind Shuri getting even the shine. I, I will even defer to say let her be the smarter of the two. But let, her, but let it be known – that this guy has multiple degrees, that he can have a discussion with with uh, with, with Bruce Banner, and that's and, just that uh, he isn't. He isn't. Not in the movie. Remember, they're isolationists. He didn't get a chance to go and study abroad. He's been in Wakanda the whole time. You know, he had no interest in the outside world. Even in Captain America's Civil War, he had his misgivings about dealing with the outside world. Remember the talk with his dad. This T'Challa did not go to 14 different colleges and universities. This T'Challa did not go and study abroad. This T'Challa was not treated as an outcast by his own Wakandan people because he was there all the time. People forget or never read the books, but in the Wakandan books, in the old McGregor, and even in the priest run, a big thing was made about T'Challa being insane by 
by the West, by going over the study over there, that he wasn't a true Wakandan, that Western ideals have infected him. You so, like, forgot that part. I know, this, I'm not, I this guy was I, still there. I didn't forget. I did not. I did not forget that. But where your argument falls through is that then, then explain Shuri. Shuri well, is just sh- as isolated. Shuri is just as isolated as, as isolated as the Chala. All I'm asking for, and mind you, he is intelligent because they would not have made a reference to his design for him to uh, for him to create the the the, the vibranium suit to begin with. That means he is of a superior intellect. So all I'm saying is, yes, we didn't see the interaction with, uh, with the Avengers. But maybe in Infinity War we may see that, maybe in the sequel. But they've already hinted, and everyone's been saying this, Shuri is the darling, and is already, we're already hearing, I can't wait to hear her have conversations and break things, break things down uh, to give a comeuppance to Bruce Banner and to and to Tony Stark. There's no mentioning of T'Challa ever having a conversation. Once again, black boys, black male intelligence takes a step backwards. So well, that's it, my it, point. And when you brought and when you brought up Mr. Mr. Terrific, it's still the same goddamn thing. Mr. Terrific, I, as you know, in the comic books, is up there is one of the smartest people in the DC universe. Okay, he runs his own company, the whole thing. And this one. He is effete. He's taking. He's deferring to 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 uh, uh, Arrow's girlfriend. She runs the company. Um, all these things are going in. They, they, it, is, it is not coincidental. It's not by accident that we don't see black men doing brain work. And if they can't, if they have to show a black person, if they have, if they do a black male, if they have to show a black male, I mean a black person doing brain work. He he is going to be gay or he's going to be a female. Now that's, right, that's, well, just the way that, that's just well, the way. That's just the way that the fig that the math works for this culture, and I haven't well, seen it. Matter of fact, in the real culture, this is real. In real culture, black gay men make more money than black straight men. Uh. They're up there with, I think their salary is up there with sometimes with white males and white females. So there, there is a thing because they don't because white uh, black women and black gay, I'm sorry, black women and black gay men are perceived not that it's the right way, but they're perceived as being less threatening in corporate America. This is a corporate product, Black Panther, and again, it's not by accident that we don't see this man. That in every other iteration, he has an exemplary intellect. We didn't see it. Okay, so but, but and, uh, and I'll say this, since you brought up the Shuri thing, all right? Shuri's like every other intellect. She would, she has YouTube on. She knows about this. She knows about that, you know? She, Shuri isn't a fighter in this, all right? Shuri, Shuri's a, an intellectual, all right, Black Panther has the balance between the intellect and the battle skills. Shuri is the smart mouth nerd. We don't nerd. know that, Daryl. We don't know that. We didn't uh, see that. Again, all they showed was her intelligence. All right? So, yes. the, so I'm not going mine? off of that. Why not mine? Why not the black man? 
But they did show Black Panther's intelligence. You know what? That's why I said let's get off the topic because you're not going to get off of your point, and I'm not going to get off of my point, and we got 40 minutes of show left. <laughs> God damn, man. I, I, I'm just saying Shuri, was. we saw her looking at YouTube. Oh, I'm going to post this up on da-da-da. And he's like, you better not post that. You know, she knew full well what was going to happen, but she she loved that. That's why she loved the American thing, that, oh, you're going to get a chance to show your thing to the world. Because she is more a person of the world right now than Black Panther is, even okay. though All Black right. Panther has more experience in the world. All right, you're pulling in the blanks mm-hmm. on this. Look at you're filling up right. blanks. Let's, uh, let's go to something else. So now, so now you're going to insult my intelligence. After I'm doing all that about black intelligence, that line insults my intelligence. Move on. Wow. Q, any, Q, any thoughts? I know you love this film. I love the film. You're talking about wow. Shuri. Now. I'm, not, I'm not talking about Shuri. Man. I'm not talking about Shuri. Why, can't, why is it controversial for the black man to, to, be, to, to shine? Without kneeling, without kneeling for the black woman, which we clearly saw in the movie, I don't think that's up for debate. Why are we debating what what I what what I what we clearly have seen? We've seen this. Now I want uh, for next month, maybe we will see. Maybe we we, maybe I will be wrong. I hope I hope I'm wrong. Maybe uh, for the sequel, I will. I hope I'm wrong. I hope that we we see this. I said this on stage, on uh, on uh, Schomburg. Will we see this man as a thanking black man slapping people around? I, that they fell short on that. I think we could agree to that. Is that is that hey. is that like a controversial thing? Uh, Debert. Well, Debert, I, I think you both have made some very good points. But I would say this, just like you said, you know, when we were talking about LGBTQ issues and uh, in Black Panther, and you were like, you know, uh, don't, can I just have this right now? Can we just deal with this first before we get into that? Well, unfortunately, in our society, I think you got a black man who rules a nation and who's calling the shots. So I think it's like, can I just have that right now? Let's just let's just coast on that for a second, because basically, I hear what you're saying, but this black man was in charge, large and large and in charge, and he was intelligent. So I don't, I don't know. If that's the hill you want to die on. I'm not, I'm not coming at you. I'm just saying. I don't want to say be happy with what you got because we've heard that too many times. But I'm like, using your same logic, let's just have this first, and then we'll see what happens down the road. Okay, I don't know. Maybe I'm slow. I didn't notice that in the movie. What I have noticed is going sort of like on what Debert was talking about. It's this preponderance of the black gay man in movies, especially in television. Like this is the safe black man. Yes. This is the preferred black man, you know, someone who's non-threatening, non-threatening to uh, white people, non-threatening to black women. That disturbs me. I, I was watching a commercial the other day, and this is very effeminate gay man, you know, selling this product. And you see it on television and all this stuff, and I'm disturbed by that. We didn't see you know, the Winker in Time only has one really black male character in the movie. It's a small role. Thank God he's not gay, but, he's, you know, he's not important. But then again, it's Oprah, and everybody knows Oprah hates black men. We know that. So um, <laughs> oh, we all know that. Man. She's got oh, issues, you know. 
Can I, All right. can but, I, but yeah, I, I, in that sense, I agree with Debert. Yeah, what, what's going on here? But I think when you go to Black Panther, you see now you're doing the very same thing that you were attacking other people about, attacking, you know, turning apart and attacking a movie. To me? Yeah. I'm just I'm just pointing out one one point in a movie. Listen, we can't be afraid to bring us some things that may be uncomfortable. I, I thought the movie was excellent. I'm 100, I'm 100% down. I've been talking about Black Panther for years. But I, I had to be honest with myself that that's, that's, that's the one thing because the, the audience knows I have a thing about wanting to see black males specifically be intelligent. That's like, that is like the Holy Grail. That's the Holy Grail as far as representation is having black men. We have talked men. about that, and I absolutely agree with you. You know, as, as I always thinking. said, I want to see black men winning. I always want to see black men winning, winning on winning. the screen. Not just winning, but thinkers, and that's that's we're, we're always perceived as the physical, the brawn, uh, having the. I, listen, I'm about the Ubermensch. The Ubermensch is the black the black Superman or a Superman is supposed to have everything, intelligence, physical prowess. He's supposed to be everything, and I just thought that Black Panther came up short slightly, slightly. Maybe maybe next month we'll see some of that brain work. I don't know. I just I'm just tired of that always having to take a back seat to everything else. But black women, you know, it's it's, it's the, the the culture is more um is more comfortable with black women and 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 tangentially black gay men because they're not perceived as threatening to huh. white culture. Black men being thinkers is is listen, I've been I've been in the corporates. I've said this before. This is not to toot my own horn. But it's, it's my things I've experienced personally. When I had to train people, especially train attractive white women, I found it odd that the entire office gets quiet and starts looking at us. Why is that? I'm just sitting next to this white broad. Why is you everybody must have like that white chick, boy? I'm telling you that. <laughs> say it again. <laughs> Chris, well, that, 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 that white woman. I'm telling you that. <laughs> Well, I mean, I just find it odd that 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 that, that, that the, the folks that you know they see through the glass, everyone's looking. I'm like, why? Is it, what's going on? Now, is it possible that she was worthy of a cocoa butter rub down? Oh, most certainly. Okay. Would I have done that? Yes. I admit it. Okay, I admit it. All right, but that's none of, that's none of their goddamn business. None of their business. <laughs> the black man, the black man has the right to to spread his loins. Shut up, white man. I am in control. I don't like it. I'm gonna be honest. She had nice. She had a nice. She had a nice pedicure, and I was. I, yeah, yeah, you got a right to be fair. The Black Panther is in the corporate. I didn't have my vibranium. I didn't have my vibranium suit on. But listen, things could have happened. That's none of your goddamn business. You be quiet. Turn around. Avert your eyes. Avert your eyes. Man is in the a man is in the building. You gotta handle that. Make me feel good. Make me feel good. Exactly. Don't make don't make eye contact with that white woman, man. <laughs> no. Okay. This is when the white man dances. You dance to the Tchaikovsky while things are being handled. Wow. Stop it. Black intelligence and black sex, male sexuality. You got to handle that. 
You don't stop me. You don't stop me. I said it. Okay. I, was raised, I, I was raised on Jim Brown, Sergio. Jim Brown handled it. Stella Stevens. Stella Stevens. Stella goddamn Stevens. I remember seeing that. I liked it. And I like I like Raquel Welch too. I grew up on that. This, there's no echo in that, Daryl. They, they don't let Echo's not gonna have his tongue down Raquel Welch's throat. Afronerd would. Enough said. Go ahead. D Bird. Sorry. Can I get, I would have the rail. One hundred rifles when Raquel Welch went black, she never went back. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They're trying to hold me back, gentlemen. I don't like it. Brain work and massages. That's what I want on TV and on cinema. Stop holding the black man down. The white man is able to get his massages and thank and rub down his woman's backside. How come the black man can't do that? How come the black man can't do that? Seriously. It's by accident. Watch the days of black. Watch Idris Elba become Black James Bond. Everything's gonna be missing but that. They're gonna have they're gonna have Black James Bond J, Black James Bond with a boyfriend. Watch, watch. I'm just saying. With this with this in the background. That's the soundtrack right there. Black James Brown. Come on, man. James Bond. I just said it. I just said it. Go ahead. Go ahead, Q. I'm off the rails. I'm sorry. Yeah. I... I wanted to ask you guys a question about Black Panther, but I presume you want to move on. Yeah, <laughs> let's move on, please. Because I get to... <laughs> but it, it, it is, a, it is I, something. I blacked that's... out. I blacked out. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> well, all right. I'll, I'll try to be brief. I want to get your opinion on this because I've been uh, dealing with the Facebook crowd for the last week. So <clears throat> I've seen. I went to see the movie for the third time. What more there... do you want from me? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm out there with this couple, very earthy couple, uh, brother and sister. You know, they got the whole earth mother, earth father thing going. We're laughing. We're talking about how many times we've seen it. And I, you know how I am. I just shoot off the cuff, right? I said, um, you know, it's unfortunate that we, as a people, don't, we, we will, you know, we don't support, uh, films like Fruitvale Station and films that depict our reality more than we support films like this. It's a great film, but I wish we would come out more for all of our films, you know. And the woman said, now she told me she was a black historian, right? And then she said to me, well, I won't see Fruitvale Station. And I said, why not? She said, because I don't want to deal with that trauma. And I'm like, wow, what? What? I, I can't talk to you anymore. I can't talk to you anymore. You're a black historian. You'll go and celebrate Wakanda, but you won't go see a film that depicts our current history, and you're a black historian because of trauma? And black people know not, have known trauma for I don't know how long? And I caught hell for calling this woman out on Facebook. I caught hell for that. How dare you... Shame her. You know, we don't want to see slave films. We don't want to see black men getting shot. We don't want to see Roots. We don't want to see Django. We don't want to see this. Don't want to see Fruitvale Station. Although we talk about putting money in the pockets of people like Kugler and a a black, majority black cast. But we can't deal with the trauma? 
Oh, come on. You know better. You know come that on. Come films on. That's right. that deal with a reality do not do well. They have never done well. Django did well because the black guy killed all the white people and rode off at the end. But nobody wanted to see Birth of a Nation. You know, yeah. look, you know this. You know that, and she, you know, I've heard this, and people actually, when they say that, they have a point. Life is hard. Why should I see a movie that tells me life is hard? I know that. Don't try to compare it to what white people do. Don't try to compare it with Jewish people. They do Holocaust movies all the time. This is something else. And you can't do that. People will not go see a film like that. You would. I would. But the overwhelming majority of the audience do not. Reason Black Panther, reason any movie does well in which you have black people winning is because that's what we want to see on the screen. Let us give us our, our fantasy, even for a lousy right. two hours. Any, any of these dramas, don't you see black folks coming through trauma to succeed? That's not winning? Yeah, yeah, but that's real life, though. I mean, you know, you kind of you kind of on repeat. I mean, listen. I, in my opinion, I thought that Birth of a Nation, and I'm not talking about D.W. Griffiths, but I'm talking about Nate Parker's Birth of a Nation, should have been a, pre, a precursor. It was being lined up. And I'm pretty sure that Sergio can attest to this. When when he got that money, uh, Mr. Parker from at, I think the Sundance was the Darling of Sundance. It was already being um, positioned to me as a precursor to Black Panther. That this was going, you know, this was a young man. We didn't know about his backstory, and this is pre Me Too. Matter, matter of fact, if he was, if this happened in the middle of Me Too, he would have committed suicide. So we'll, we'll yeah, lucky right. that he, because it would have been, it would have been exponentially worse. But maybe he was like foreshadowing of what was to come. But black women, I'm not trying to dump on the black, love black women, but I have to call it like I see it. Black women sided with white feminists. Over Nate Parker when Nate Parker went through the system, Nate Parker went through the system before he became this well, quasi well-known actor. When he was a student at Penn State, when he was a student, he beat the case. Okay, he went through the system, the system that Michelle Alexander talks about so much. He beat the system. He didn't have to apologize for something that he wasn't guilty for. He was found not guilty, but but sisters sided with white feminists over. A black revolutionary movie. So that movie didn't do my, what it was supposed to do. My no, thing, but, no, but that's that's not completely true. There were black women who did want to see the movie, despite the controversy, and there were women who didn't. Uh, you, there were people like Roseanne Gay, that feminist writer who weighs like a thousand pounds. This, you know, she's got to take two <laughs> seats when she goes on a flight, right? You know, she went against the movie. Yeah, well, nobody's, nobody's going to bang her. But anyway, but, but I think but, you're but off the, the track here. You're off track. No, I'm no, no, no. I'm off the track. But but that's not that's not exactly true. There were black women who supported it. They were. I argued, and I wrote about this extensively. I argued it was the subject matter that turned people off, not so much the controversy, though that was a factor. Now, if if if, if Nate, now I'm sorry, if, if Nat Parker has succeeded. In his slave rebellion, and he made a movie about that. I think the film would have been a hit. No, but the only problem so, I have with, with, with what you're saying is that one of his act, actresses, the actor Gabrielle Union, came out and said something untoward. When, 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 because she was a she was a survivor 
of an attack when she was in college or something, which is which is which is horrific. But she didn't side with with her director. Once Gabrielle Union came off a little weird with that, I was no, like, Gabrielle, okay. Gabrielle Union you're... was thinking was thinking of her image and thinking like, gee, if I came if I spoke against him, then all the other women would would speak out against me, and I would because her popularity with women, you know, it was wait, a calculated wait, 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 publicity wait, wait, wait. move. But she wait wait. She shouldn't have said anything. You're in the she movie. She shouldn't have. I agree with you. But, she should have okay, kept her she, mouth shut. But she, but she said something in support of the main feminist narrative. And my whole thinking is, wait a minute. You have uh, black women that will come out, and perhaps rightfully so, would tell you, listen, we got to support the brothers. The brothers are being railroaded by the system. You have Michelle Alexander with the, the new Jim Crow. You have all that going on politically. But then when white women make these claims, black women, because of the gender connection, they forget all the black brother stuff and say, oh, no, you got to go down. Even though this man went through the system, the very system that they critique all the time, something is disingenuous about that. That's well, here's what I'm saying. I'm talking about people saying that they won't go see slave movies or movies like Fruitvale Station or other movies like that. Because they don't want to relive, they don't want, they can't deal with the trauma. I'm saying, yeah, but you'll go to Wakanda. I mean, cue up, you'll make me feel good, Debert. You'll go to Wakanda yeah. and laugh that's and it. dance and smile, but you cannot yeah. deal with trauma. We deal with trauma every every other day of our lives. So we're not going to support. Yeah, but movies have always been primarily entertainment. It is an escape fantasy. Yes, there are documentaries. Right. Yes, there are films that deal with reality. But movie, m- people, when people go see movies, I go to films for another reason. But when most people go see movies, they go to escape. They go to okay, escape. So I, you know, I don't want to hear. White people, I don't want to hear any more complaining. I don't want to hear any more complaining when we go when and I know every one of us here has done it, so we need to get off of our hip- hypocrisy. I don't want to hear any more complaining when we go see hold on, hold on. when we go see these movies and we talk about we're gonna come on this show and we're gonna complain, oh, I was only one of three people in the audience. I don't want to hear that anymore because you're telling me, well, it's escapism. We don't want to go see. So let's not complain about being one drop in a sea of vanilla anymore. Well, but, at listen, oh, time, oh, Q, oh, uh, but at the oh, same time, Q, but at the same you, time, you, you, aren't you the same guy that goes, well, in Black Panther, uh, Black Panther, well, in Black Lightning, I want to see him fight anything other than street crime. Right. Okay, you don't see when the two of these clash. No, but I still go, I'm still watching Black Lightning, though. I know, I know, but but this is where the two of those clash, all right? The two ideas of of reality versus fantasy clash. Listen, I'm the dude. I'm the dude. I will see my fantasy, but I will also see my reality. Why I have tuned out of the Oscars is because for a long time now, they haven't had my kind of movies on there. And That's now true. that you're, you're bringing my movies now in it, it's going like, hey, come on back in. We got your movies. We, look, take a look. We, we got your Look, we have Get Out. And look, there's Shape of Water. And, and look at all of these like, like things in these lower categories that you're nominated in. I have a one-finger salute for the Oscars when it comes to that. I don't need Oscars so white. Why? Because Daryl's so gone. <clears throat> 
Listen, All right, when it I'm comes to that. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. The standard rule is you're going to support what you like. And as Sergio says, that's one of the reasons why blockbusters do so well. It's a fantasy movie. You know, it makes everybody feel good for that little bit of time. That's what it's all about. You know, let's go watch dinosaurs. Let's take the family to go see that and everything. You see any dinosaurs running around? Ain't no dinosaurs running around now, man. Come on, but it makes people feel good. You eat certain <laughs> foods, you might not eat other foods. You understand? These foods you like, they make you feel good. That's what people do. So you're not, let's say, going to support something that does not make you feel good. It turns you off. It's real simple. There's nothing wrong-winded. You know, those type of movies don't make those black people feel good. It's not a matter about doing the right thing or we should just support it. Nah, I ain't going to do the right thing if it doesn't make me feel good. Get out of here with that, man. I mean, you're acting like as if, like, when a depressing movie or a downbeat movie with white with a white cast, like, white people flock to see those movies. They don't. You know, so then why, how come you got to put that burden on us? You know, well, let's see a film about the hardcore, you know, realities of slavery. Nobody wants to see that. I'm white just people saying. don't want to see that, and you better believe white people don't want to see that either. I'm just saying, I don't want to hear any more complaining when we when we decide to go see these when movies. When I complain, what I a, usually, what I always say is that, boy, that's a really good movie. It's not going to have an audience. Let me just finish. I don't want to hear any more complaining when we say, wow, it was only a handful of black folks supporting uh, Ryan Coogler in, uh, with his film, Fruitvale Station, or it was only a handful of black folks supporting Nate Parker or whomever. I don't want to hear that. By the way, crap Truth anymore. Hill Station was a success. It was a box office success. I'm saying it should have been a success on our dollars. That's what I'm trying to say. That film, that film was made for under one million dollars. It grossed twelve million dollars, and that film didn't have any kind, anywhere near the kind of distribution or theater release. What that I'm saying, Sergio, who made it a success? Who made it a success? We did. You think white people rushed out to see that picture? I can tell you, when I saw it, I was one of maybe three people in the audience. Well, maybe you live in an all-white town. This was in New York, <laughs> sir. Well, this I was in know. New York. Hey, hey, hey Deeper, play, play Halle Berry for me, please. This was in New York at the uh, Angelica Theater. You two <laughs> Negroes are dancing right now, so I'm going to have the right music for you. Yeah. 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 Just, just, just play that Halle Berry clip, please. This, this is a circular argument, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> just play that Halle Berry clip, please. I don't ask. <laughs> I'm not going to a vegan restaurant if I don't eat vegan. I don't care if a black man owns it. I'm not doing it. You understand? <laughs> I'm not vegan, man. I eat meat, man. I love that. Yes. Okay, I'll just. I'll just shake hands with my people when we go see Black Panther fight in Infinity War. Okay. All right. Can you make me feel good? You- <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I think that the, the main thing is this. Uh, I think there's enough room for everything to be shown. Uh, I do feel that for all the love that Tarantino had, Tarantino had gotten for Django, that the Nat Turner story was the real-life Django. I mean, it was a brutal movie of revenge, real-time, that was, was heavily talked about. They, they've been trying to make a Nat Turner film for decades. 
and when it, when you finally had somebody who looked like he had gotten enough money and enough and, and there was enough talk that this movie might really be might be it, I think would sabotage it was would definitely sabotage that movie. If anything, for uh, Oscar consideration, was the fact that that that, that Nate Parker was accused uh, of 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 uh, sexual misconduct as a student, even though he was acquitted, and that he still had to apologize. Yeah, black men, black women, and black and white women coming together and saying, "You, we don't care. We don't care you know about you being acquitted." You, you know what? I bet you. I bet you. If the victim had been black, they wouldn't have been such a big fuss. And if his and if his wife had been black, that's right. You know what I mean? True too. You know what I mean? True too. Uh, all I'm saying is that. All I'm saying is that, okay, I just know that, well, if I want to, if I become a black filmmaker or, or a Hollywood filmmaker, I need to make my film either about uh, Wakanda, a cookout, a holiday, or a wedding, or a funeral. Or a no, you see, with, no, you see, then I'll get George Lucas said. Then I'll get people supporting me. Hold on. Hold on. Let me tell you what George Lucas said. George Lucas said, when you're in Hollywood and you're taking their money, you got to make the movies that they want you to make. Otherwise, you're trying to make money. What's going to put the people in the seat? Now I'm in a position because he got billions of dollars. He has used the interest of his money. He can make the movies that he wants. That maybe people will see, maybe they don't want to see. So it's a game you're always playing, man. You know? Yes, circular argument. Play the circular argument music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, maybe, right, I'll get I can... to, maybe I'll get a chance to do a best man wedding 21. <laughs> No. Okay. Look. You know. You know. You know. You know. Deeper's gonna love this. Deeper's gonna love this. You know. Tyler Perry now has a deal with Paramount. Oh, here we go. Uh, okay. And he's already hear. announced. He's he's already announced his 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 new project, starring Deeper's gonna love this, starring Tiffany Haddish. Now, <laughs> who didn't see that coming? <laughs> no. You got to put it though. You guys support it. <laughs> okay. You you don't have to see the movie to know where this is going. Okay? You don't have to see the picture. But here's the thing. Okay? Will the, will these films... He's got a movie coming out in April oh. with Taharji P. Henson because she can't find really work anywhere else doing her ghetto shtick. Okay. So... <laughs> I will bet. Okay. So he's got a movie coming out in April. There's Uncle Drew... That's coming out You know Here's the thing Are those films Going to do well Because is, 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 Are we going to go back To the same old stuff Or Because of Black Panther And because of other films That are in development Finally what black people Will say You know what I had enough Of the old stuff Well listen That is the premise Listen That is the premise Of the beginning of the show When I said that We might have to support A Wrinkle in Time in spite of itself, because now we are in the middle of trying to prove a point. That's what I'm saying, that this might be some no, backwash. No, I, don't, I don't know if it's coincidental that you have two Disney products back-to-back kind of going into each other. I think appropriately so, that if we're going to keep this, this momentum going, black folks are going to have to support A Wrinkle in Time on some level, not to necessarily billion-dollar status, but enough to make money where we can say, okay, this is a thing. Because if you don't do okay. it, there's going to come off as if, oh, this Black Panther thing is just a one-off. I don't want okay, it to be a one-off. No, Daryl doesn't want to be one-off. 
Okay, but, but here's the thing. That's the point. As Kirk said, people see movies because they want to see them. People do not go to see movies to make a point. They, no, you no. Know, people, I, think, I think you've seen Black Panther two, three, four times. Black people that's are seeing because it. because they want point. to see it. They yeah, want to see it. It's not, because, it's not because they're trying to make a point to Hollywood. It's because they want to see it. If, if yep. Winkle does well, it's because people really wanted to see it. Tyler Perry movies have not done well in the last few years. I don't know why Paramount signed him up. His box office the, the, the returns have really been diminishing because people got tired of his shit. You know, okay. it's a part of my language. <laughs> he got tired of it, right? So therefore, he was a big hit. Now they're tired of it. So hopefully, hopefully, Black Panther shows there's a new way, there's a new path. We shall see. Then again, right. that woman pulled a gun in a theater when well, it was showing Black Panther. So therefore, you know, Negroes are still going to be Negroes. Well, listen, the, the Sugar Plum dance is going to continue. That's my point also. The Sugar Plums are going to continue doing what they always do, to, to my chagrin. Okay, let, let's move forward a little bit. We've got about 11 minutes remaining. Daryl, did you see the Lost in Space Netflix thing? It's really to a larger – this is even expanding beyond, like, black and white. Did you see the, the latest Lost in Space trailer for Netflix? Yeah, I saw the trailer. Eh, that's my reaction. Eh. It looks good. <laughs> eh. Well, go like, go like. like. I, I see guys go gaga over it, and I'm like, you remember the last Lost in Space stuff you went gaga over involving the child rapist, I mean the professor on the planet and all of that? Oh, man. Yeah, go <laughs> like, go like, and you told me to go and see it, and, and I went and see saw it, and I told you guys right there it was trash because I had no interest in seeing that guy from Friends, you know? It, it, go like... This this will have to raise it would have to raise the bar. I will check out a bit of it, but if it's not there, I'll click that off and click on Jessica Jones. I will click that off, click on Luke Cage. I will click that off and click on Voltron. That's the great thing about Netflix. If this sucks, I can click out of it and go to another show right away. Back to you, oh, my- my, my larger argument, and it's funny you mentioned Luke Cage as well, because the Luke Cage trailer came out as well. Um, the, my larger argument is not so much about whether Lost in Space is good or not. I mean, that's important. I was just impressed on, I, I mean, for a streaming service property, that thing looked like it was ready for the theaters. It looks like Netflix, not that we don't know this, but Netflix is really gunning for the theaters. I mean, the, the quality of the product is something else. I mean, I didn't expect um, Lost in Space to look quite that good. But I mean, didn't you guys way- say this on Sunday when you guys were talking no. about Star Trek Discovery and how the well, production values look? And just to let you know quick, okay. Hit, Hitman's Bodyguard, that was a Netflix film that they released on the States here. Um, um, oh, it just slipped my mind. Full Metal Alchemist. It's a Netflix thing that they released. That 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 it came on net, on on Netflix here, but it was released internationally in theaters. So Netflix is stepping their game up with the money. I'm just wondering where the money is coming from. You know where it's coming from. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, when I open up my bill every month, I see where the money's coming from. Well, well, look, I mean, right. listen, listen, we saw that with, and I'm pretty sure that QStorm can attest to this as well, is that once folks saw just how good Discovery was, uh, the subscriber base moved up exponentially. So the money is, is, is warranted if the customers are coming. If you build it, they will come. Again, my point is, is that uh, the, the, the National Association of Theater Owners have already spoken when it comes to one factor, and that's diversity. The fact that you started to put some black folks in the mix, all of a sudden you got a billion dollars in your coffers. That, that told, to get it, damn racism, and damn the square-jawed white, uh, the, the white default. Now we're saying, wait a minute, this is about money. You guys are go, going personal when it's about the money. So my larger argument is, sure, diversity is important for the theaters, but, the, but there's also this streaming thing. We saw, as you said, Daryl, yes, we saw that Discovery did something for CBS All Access. But then when I saw this Lost of Space trailer, we heard about Lost of Space like two years ago that it was coming to Netflix. But when I fi- see the final product as a trailer, I didn't expect it to look quite that good. It looks, a little, it looks better than anything I've seen that was straight to cable. I mean, is, is, can an argument be made that streaming is superior to cable as far as even the quality of the product that they're putting out? What about that just, also? Yeah, it's just how much money you're allocating for, for the project. Like Q said, he, he'll take less millions of dollars per episode if he could get it weekly and not have it delayed till 2019. With the Lost in Space thing, it's a series, not just a movie, right? That's going to be a series? I think it's a series, yeah. It's a series. All right. I, uh, just like with, with, uh, with, with Discovery, I'm curious to see how much they're spending per episode. Because for it to look... That's what they spend on Discovery. That's how much they spend on each uh, seven, eight million yeah. per Discovery episode. So that sounds like they're trying to challenge... Like Listen, it looks like it. Yes. I mean, there's no way to get around that. It looks like it looks like they're spending some money. Uh, heck, we see that Black Mirror got got uh, renewed for another season. So, I mean, this stuff is cooking up, man. The quality of the streaming service, you know, it, it is what it is. So I, I'm just wondering how that filters in when it comes down to the theaters because, the, you know, it's one thing to talk about uh, the Oscars and the kind of movies that they that they, you know, that they herald. But those movies that they herald, like as much as I like. A shape, the Shape of Water, The Shape of Water is not packing them in. It's the Black Panthers and Infinity Wars that's packing them in. And the Rock movies, uh, Jumanji, packing them in. Not by the millions, by the billions. So that's something you have to acknowledge. Let me, let me move forward. We've got about five minutes remaining. This is kind of a two-in-one two deal. Uh, we had this Florida teacher that came out as a racist. And I think you know, listen, I've been saying this for a long time. Black folks are going to have to figure out how to become so, so far in, so, so much more independent because this has been going on for decades. You don't know who the hell is raising your children. I mean, sorry, who's teaching your children. We don't know who's teaching them. You know, it's one thing. They, they're either fondling them or they're being racist toward them or they're being sneaky racist. Florida, just a young woman. 25 years old, who had her own secret or quasi-secret with a, her own separate name, White Nationalist Podcast, and she's teaching our children. Now, and t- t- uh, talking about the low IQs of other races. Mind you, there's a story out of IF, 
IFL Science, IF and Love Science, that's, that's the name of the, the website, IFL Science, uh, of this Ghanaian teacher who didn't have a computer teaching computer courses and had to draw a computer on a chalkboard with so much, uh, like, such accuracy, he was teaching a, a computer course without a computer. Microsoft heard this. Microsoft came calling. They're going to give this gentleman a computer. But I think it's amazing. It went viral that this young man essentially drew a, drew the, 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 a computer in order to teach his students. This is from people – this is the, the people that are allegedly of lower IQ. How is this possible? We make do Africa. with what we got. Simple. That's, it, that, that's, that's, we, we're forced in this. We don't have the privileges of other races. We don't have the, 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 the reach out and, and uh, our, well, I'm using the old standard because nowadays, access, you know, access. You, you do have access to this stuff, you know. Uh, I, I found that amazing did. by this dude, but at the same time, I, I, I see stories every day of African kids who create stuff to bring power to their village using only what they have on hand. Where, well, where, where is your generators and stuff? No, we use urine. No, we use the wind. No, we use necessity is the mother of invention. And black people in Africa do that more than anybody else. Well, that's why I think, and I hate to keep on bringing in Wakanda, but everybody else is doing it, so why not me? Uh, we have to have better follow-through. This is going to mean something, it, and, and obviously it means more than just a comic book movie because how people, people are reacting to it. People who aren't blurs are continuously talking about Black Panther. So if Black Panther and Wakanda are to be real, when you hear stories of a, of a young Ghanaian teacher who doesn't have a computer but is still teaching a, a computer course, we've got to shut down the white nationalist podcasters that talk about low IQ. When we, when we clearly see that these West Africans are coming over and getting into multiple Ivy League schools. So where does that IQ fit into there? When, when, they, when she says, and, and your president says, well, why Nigeria? Why not Scandinavia? Well, what are you talking about? The, 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 the most educated sector in this country are West Africans. But we're still being told that we're inferior. I just think at some point we have to kind of shut down, for the lack of a better analogy, kill the white noise and kind of do what we have to do, Black Panther notwithstanding. And I think that, that you know, as much as I may not really dig uh, or really it's not my movie, uh, A Wrinkle in Time, I'm, I'm, I'm already committed now. I'm already committed to this, this new way of looking at, at blackness. I've been about that. Uh, we know, I know um, Sergio talked about this, Fahrenheit 451 looks... Um, uh, uh, promising. We got to see that. That's HBO, I believe, isn't it? Yep. Oh, I thought that was a, a theatrical release, no? Nope. It's, no, that's it's, 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 it's HBO. Isn't Michael B. Jordan in that? He's yep. doing yeah. HBO? Okay. I think Rock Hudson did it as a TV movie like years ago, if I remember correctly. But this looks like it's superior, and this also is a dystopic sci-fi place where black folks aren't supposed to be there. So we, th- there seems to be something going on. We have to follow it through, though. Gentlemen, we have seconds remi- remaining. Let's get the hell out of here because we never leave on time. 
Uh, Sunday, we will pick this up. I, we'll debate the Black Panther thing. I don't know if we're going to go back. We'll let Claire say her piece, and then, well, we'll see what the – If it have no choice if it does big <laughs> in right. China. You have no choice with this movie. <laughs> All right. Okay. Folks, Chris, Dave, and the Drumheads, that feeling. Sunday, 6 p.m. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, Daryl. It's been real. Give it up for this amazing band. Band, they set my they set my spirit so high. Then they dropped me down so low with the no tied hands. Ass.
they can play though. Y'all get them for the drum beat. 